something that you probably don't believe, but it's the truth. I want everybody to say I'm a robber. I'm a robber. No, see, y'all, 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 y'all. <laughs> come, come on, say it. I'm a robber. I'm a robber. Why? Am I, see, see, you, you don't even want to believe you're a robber, do you? Just, just be honest. You can't believe that you're a robber, are you? But that's going to be our theme till God's getting me off of it. 
that I'm going to show you, including myself, because right. he had to hit me on something, that I'm a robber. And what it's going to be based on is in Malachi chapter 3, but we're going to start at verse 7. It says, since the days of your father, you have turned from my statutes. You have not kept them. Return to me, and I will return to you, says the Lord of hosts. But you ask, how can we return? Will a man rob God? Yeah, you're robbing me. You ask, how do we rob you? You're not making the payments of the tenth of the contribution. You are suffering under a curse. Yet the whole nation is still robbing me. Bring the full tent to the storehouse so there may be food in my house. Test me in this, says the Lord of hosts, and see if I will not open up the floodgates of heaven and pour out a blessing without measure. Then here is a prayer that you need to say. Because he says, when you start doing what I done asked you to do, he says, just like he says in 2 Corinthians 7, 14, if my people, well, right here he's saying, I will rebuke the devourer for you so that it will not ruin the produce of your land, nor the vine in your field, and it will not fail to produce says the Lord of hosts. Amen. I am a robber. The problem with most of us today, and especially when you look at what the Bible says, see, what's wrong with every time a generation changes? This should be the 11th commandment of the Bible. You got the Ten Commandments. Then tithing and giving should be the Eleventh Commandment. But God didn't make it the Eleventh Commandment. Matter of fact, there's debate on whether we should give or whether we should tithe anyway. But the thing about things in history of knowing and trusting God is notice it says, since the day of your father, Notice every time we go through some transition, every time you get new toys to play with, every time you get new property, or they come out with a new cell phone, or they come out with a new car, or you want a new house, or you want the vans and the new shoes and the new clothes. Notice what you want, you gonna make sure you get, but then you make sure God don't get what he get. But we don't want to tell the truth. Because the words today is God don't need the money. Well, let me help you out. God don't even really need you. You are a product of what God has produced. And under that, God says, my statutes and my precepts. And if you are truly mine, then you will do what I have asked you to do. 
But see, most of us have a problem with the truth. We are very, very shallow in accepting truth. We don't want to believe to the point that truth even exists. Because we think just because we disagree with it, it's not the truth. Just because we don't like it, it can't be the truth. But truth is going to be true whether you like it or not. And God is saying, I am truth and I am true all by myself. And the thing about it is, he done made a decree. See, we got all these folk walking around saying God don't exist. And their archaeological truth is they're trying to convince I don't have to do nothing because God don't exist. Well, whether God exists to them or not, the only reason why they still here and living is because of God. They don't even have to acknowledge whether God exists or not. The truth is there is a God. God is still real. God is still keeping promises. God's power is still being demonstrated in the lives of people. So when we say God don't exist, then you need to look at Psalms 14 and 1 where it says, the fool says in his heart, there is no God. God is not dependent on us for his own existence. But we are dependent on God for our existence. The truth is that most of us don't want to admit truth in our lives. We don't have the right attitude toward things. The stuff that we possess, we don't want to hear this truth, that God owns everything. And everything that you got, God still owns it. See, the problem is, preacher, are you trying to tell me that I wake up every morning, go to work, put up with all these crazy folk, that I own the car. They got the title with my name on it. Are you trying to tell me my monogram shirts, they got my initials on it? I don't own what I wear. Are you trying to tell me the jewelry that I got, that I'm bling blinging with, that I don't even own that jewelry? But see, what I'm you trying to tell me, and this is the good one, that the money in my bank account that I wait 40 and 50 and 60 years is not mine. You got a problem right now. See, the problem with us is I'm trying to tell you the truth that God owns it all. But see, most of us ain't came to the conclusion yet that God owns it all. How many people you done seen be buried in a Mercedes or a Cadillac or a Lexus? How many people you done seen have a house go six feet under with them? How many people you done seen, and I have seen it, but I just want you to know, got all that bling in the casket, and they're thinking it's going to go with them. Well, I got news for you. That same stuff that you done do in that casket, 
We can dig it up 100 years from now and it'll still be there because that didn't go with Most of us don't understand how much robbery we be doing because we don't understand what we have as a privilege from God. We don't understand that God blesses you with stuff for your own enjoyment. But see, you still don't own it. I was reading the other day, and I see y'all done seen the commercials where people try to make you buy a star that you never going to go see. <laughs> but you want to give them money to have your name on the stock that you will never make it and see. And you will somehow, in your little feeble mind, because you done paid for a star and they done put your name on it, you think you own that star. But I'm here to tell you, you can think all you want. The star still belongs to God. And you may never... See the stuff. See, our problem today is, and they done invaded the church. That's why God said, my statues have changed. Yes. See, we think, because we can play music and preach and sing, that we can own this stuff. That we think, just because we get up every morning and go to work to a job that you prayed about, that God gave you, you think you own that job. But see, God is trying to tell you, you didn't create yourself. I am the creator of all things. Just because you got your mom and daddy's DNA, underneath that DNA, I put my spirit in you. And the same spirit that I put in you, that when we put you six feet under, is the same spirit that I'm going to rise back up and resurrected day. Your daddy and your mama DNA gonna stay in the ground again uh, when I come uh, to resurrect you and when the trumpet blow that body that got up out the ground, I'm gonna transform that DNA of mama and daddy to who I really am. But most of us think we done woke ourselves up this morning. Most of us think our health is because of us. And let me put a period right there. I thank Jesus every day. I thank him every day. Because I'm all right. I might be a little chubby and overweight, but I'm all right. <laughs> Because I done watch all these other folk that's my age that ain't all right. And I thank God for what he done done. That I'm still got the limbs. And I might not be able to run like I used to run. But I still can run. I may not look like I used to do things. But I still look like something. I thank God that when I go to the doctor, that the doctor keeps saying, you all right. And I don't take it for granted. I thank the Lord for holding me up. And I'm thanking for my health. Because it's not because of me. It's all because of him. 
Paul said it when he said, I must admit that I can do what I want to do. I try to do what I don't want to do. He said, I try to do right, but I can't do it. He said, for I am not good at what I want to do that's good. But evil that comes out in me is the evil that I'm trying to seduce. Most of us today is a robber because we don't understand that God is the owner of it all. See, when you drive your car, God is the one that says, I done bought it, I done paid for it, and I done gave you the means to exist with it. And at any day, I can take it back. That's why many of us today want to be like pharaohs in Egypt. And what makes me, I don't understand. You can look at all them Egyptian tombs and you can see the history of man. That them Egyptian kings and queens, they put all that treasures in them tombs, thinking that that was going to go with them. Over a thousand years later, we digging them up and somebody else is getting rich off of what they thought that they was going to take with them. And God is steady showing them all this stuff that's on earth, you can't take it with you. Because once they did up, they don't take it to you. And see, we are going to do the exact same thing. Quit trying to say that this is mine, that's mine. God says you are steward of what I have. And the question got to be, how good of a steward of you? The thing I love is when Job said, and I got it. Job said, naked, I came from my mother's womb. I got a question for you. Have anybody seen a baby come out of the womb with stuff? Did they have clothes on? Did they have jewelry on? Did they have money in their pockets? Did they have food? Did, he, did anybody see a baby come out of the womb other than a naked baby that they are? And then he said, naked I shall return. The Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Well, Pastor, I got a question for you. If I can't have all this stuff, and all this stuff is not going to be with me, well then what can I take with me? Well, I got news for you. It's two things that you got that is only yours. And it's two things you got that you're going to deal with God on while you're here on earth. The thing that God said is I'm going to shape, I'm going to mold, and I'm going to present your character to you. And you got a chance to change that character. And that character, no matter where you come from, because all of us is not alike, no matter what your life is, that character that you done develop is what God is going to judge you on. Character follow you throughout all eternity. And when you look and he open up, to open up the, the book of life, what God is going to look at is not your bank account and not how much stuff you got. God is going to look at your character and 
say, did you have integrity? Did you trust me? Do you believe what I said I can do? I'm going to judge you. Not on stuff. But the stuff you done gave me. Another thing that he going to judge you on is faith. What did you put your faith in? What are you trusting with your faith? And as a believer, we should be trusting God with our faith. But we can't be putting our faith in other stuff. That's why God continues to show out in our life. Because right when things get so hard, and your knees hit the ground. All of a sudden, you done tried all that you can try. But your faith has to go somewhere. You open up this book, and you watch God start to work. And what you thought you couldn't get through, God done brought you through. And God says it's going to be your faith that gets you through things. You can't try through it. You can't fly over it. You can't dig under it. You don't have the strength to do it. It is your faith. That you must deal with. See, I'm a robber because I'm not a good steward of what God has given. See, I'm a robber because when it comes to money, I don't want to give what God doesn't say to give. I'm a robber because I'm not a good steward of the administration of the things that God has given me. I'm a robber because I have not managed my life the way God wants me to manage my life. See, just to give you an example, in 1 Corinthians 6 and 19 and 20, he said, present your body, which is the holy temple of the Holy Spirit. How do you treat your body? How do you treat the temple that he done gave you? Are you a good steward of what God done said? Or do you got this philosophy? It's my body and I can do what I want. Or you like to do what the songs say. It's my thing. I can do what I want to do. What God said. Well, you can say and do what you want. But I want you to know one day that you going to answer to me. Because it is my body that I have put my spirit in. And you got to respond on somebody See, you should love the God with all your heart and all your might and all your soul. You should manage the things that I have given you. Do you manage your time? Do you give God 10% of your time? Do you give him 10% of your money? Do you give him 10% of your talent? Do you give him 10% of your gift? Do you give him 10% of your character? Do you give him 10% of your body? Do you show up 10% of the time? He's not asking for much. He only asking for one. He done asked you for. But see, today, Jesus said, don't be anxious for nothing. Quit worrying about what you eat, what you drink, and what I'm going to wear today. The Father knows what you need. 
But he said, Seek ye first the kingdom of God. And watch this. All, all shall be added unto you. See, God don't leave you out there by yourself. He just said to do this. You don't have to worry about this. But you keep worrying about, I'm going to take care of this. But all you got to do is see the kingdom. And the kingdom is going to come into your life. Because God said, I am who I am. And there's nothing greater than me. Now let's get to the heart of the matter. I'm a robber. Would a man rob God? Unfortunately, the answer is yes. I'll rob him in a minute. How many of you got a 38 pointed at God and say, I dare you to try to take what's mine? See, it reminds me of the story of a Chinese preacher. And he was going to the market. And he saw one of the homeless people. So he had 10 pieces of silver. And he gave the homeless man nine. Well, the homeless man knew he had one more left. So he ran and beat him up and took the other one. And that's the way we do God. God said, can I have one of your ten? And you say, no, I'm going to keep all the ten. And I'm going to beat you up and take it all. But see, we wonder, do we rob God? With a ram robbing, you robbing him in tithes and offerings. Well, pastor, I'm going to tell you like the barber said one day. The man said to the barber, the barber told the man, sit the preacher sitting in the chair, which I done heard. Well, I don't believe we got to give all this stuff to the church and to God. I don't believe I got to give a tenth to God. I can give you what I want. And the barber was cutting them preacher's hair. So when the preacher got through and the barber got through with the preacher's hair, the barber said, it's $20. The preacher gave a quarter and said, that's all you got. I'm giving you what you deserve because that's what you say God deserves. And that's the way we act today because you want a price. I noticed when KG&E and the electric company sent you a bill, you said exactly, exactly what they said that they say. I noticed when the water company sent you a bill, you sent them exactly what they tell you to do. I noticed when TT Mobile Verizon send you a bill. You send exactly what they say to send. But I noticed what God said. Give me one tenth of what I done gave you. You just reach back and give what you want to give. Why can't you take care of them? But you won't take care of what he done said to do. Will a man rob you? Oh, I'm a big time robber. Because, see, we got to understand that God is saying, I want to take care of you. I want to, when, 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 I, when I rebuke the devourer, I'm going to rebuke it in a way that it don't bother you no more. When you do what I tell you to do, you're going to have the joy of my life within you. When you do what I need you to do, 
I'm going to be the one to protect you and guide you and show you. But see, most of us, we, he said, Jesus said, where your treasury is where your heart is. And most of us, when we look at that wallet, it's just like those kids today. When you're baptized an adult, you notice that the wallet ain't in their pocket because they going to make sure it's held up because they didn't get baptized with the people. See, when we understand, am I a robber of God? I'm a robber of God because of my tithes and my offering. And if I just do what God say he can do, God's going to take care of me. But see, most of us, we so stingy and we think we got it going on. And you keep wondering why you at the doctor, why things ain't going right, why the car ain't acting right, why you don't have your life together. Because God is saying, I'm not going to rebuke the devourer at your life. I'm going to lay eat it up. Because if you don't give it to me, you're going to give it to them. Then you ought to come crying to me and ask me to bless you when you don't even want to do what I done asked you to do. I didn't ask you for everything. I just asked you for one thing. Can you give me a tenth of what you got so that I can have room enough not just for you so I can feed other people that need it sometimes so I can help the homeless so I can put some clothes on somebody's back so I can tell somebody that you can come to my storehouse and I got room enough to feed you. Can you give me one chance so I can help somebody else? Can you help me do what he said he'll do?
forgiveth and the Lord taketh away. Well, sometimes, and unfortunately, I didn't ask for it, but he went on because he trusted in us. He took it all away and he let everybody look and they said, look at him. Look at them. They don't have nothing. Naked I came. Naked I shall be. But on the way, God started blessing me. I went from this. I went to that. I went from this. And I went to that. I went from this. I went to that. And all the time, I would put in one tip of what he said.
Whenever you start, God's going to open up his hand. It ain't too late for you to do it right now. Because I know a story that, that made sure that it don't matter when you got started. Because on one Sunday morning, on one Friday evening, I saw and heard something happen to somebody. It was Friday evening, and there was sitting three crosses.
late in the midnight hour. Shut 